Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out at the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23 221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original. 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Reservations now at 866-780-RACE. 
by the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just a lob wedge from the great race place, and by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Uh, a two-hour edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, as is always the case, unless we're preempted by Angels baseball. Speaking of which, uh, one of the biggest wins in franchise history last night. If you missed it, just an incredible exhibition of offensive pi- firepower and a great, uh, great six-inning start from... Uh, Griffin Canning, really a big win. Obviously, Colorado is down these days, but the Halos, 13 runs in the third inning last night, including three home runs on three consecutive pitches. The voice of Angels baseball, Terry Smith, going to join us uh, in hour two. 25 to 1, the final score. Uh, this, to me, is one of the most amazing stats from last night. 26 total runs scored. Now, the Halos had 28 hits. That, too, was a franchise record. And the game was played in well under three hours. That's a, a major hat tip to the new pitch clock. An, an amazing turnaround in MLB, the way these games are being played. All right, we want to talk horse racing. A big performance uh, in yesterday's Bertrando, no question about that, from the John Sadler train, Kings River Knight. This horse started out with Andy Mathis. Uh, you know, ran last summer at Del Mar, did well up north. Cut out to be a good horse, but he has really gotten good. He made the lead yesterday under Juan Hernandez, and the one-mile Bertrando was all over. Uh, he got a 96 buyer, and that's not easy against California breads. A huge effort from Kings River Knight. And uh, the big performance yesterday around the country, it had to be in the uh, the Ohio Derby at Thistledown right, out, right outside of Cleveland. Two fills, runner-up in the Kentucky Derby, made very short work of his rivals uh, in taking yesterday's Ohio Derby. He got a 105 buyer, which is the same number he got uh, in running second, beat a length by Mage in the Kentucky Derby back on May 6th. Well, a lot going on. Obviously, a little bit of a respite here in front of Del Mar. I think it's welcome. Some of the smaller barns uh, and the uh, the second-tier riders really getting more of an opportunity. Hats off to Agent Vince DeGregor and his uh, his guy, Jockey Abdul Alsagor. Uh, they doubled yesterday. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs right now and say hello to Jonathan Hardoon on behalf of the Raggers and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. How are you? Good, Mike. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, that was an incredible game last night. And, you know, I, I like what Phil Nevin had to say after the game. He didn't want to be too high about it. You don't want to rub it in the other guys' faces. And Phil, I didn't know, but uh, he's very close with uh, Buddy Black, manager of the Rockies. They're down right now. But, you know, it was an excruciating loss for the Halos Friday night. They bounced back and then some yesterday, and they'll try and get it done at 1 o'clock today. You made a great point, Mike. 26 runs in under three hours. That's <laughs> that's unheard of. The old days, it would have been about a week and a half that game. That's, well, that's all you need to know about the pitch clock and what it's, da- what it's done for the game. It certainly has, has uh, moved it up, and uh, it's much better this way. I do think I would like it. I have to tell you, I love it. So I think yeah. it's good for baseball, and... Uh, Let's see if it could continue. Okay, let's talk about two fills. We'll try and get back to racing here if we can. Uh, a big effort in the Ohio Derby, but the competition, it, it wasn't exactly grade one, John. No, it looked like a two-horse race on paper, yeah. two fills in Bishop's Bay, and uh, when they turned for home, uh, two fills deposed 
of uh, Bishop's Bay, and uh, it was all over. Bishop's Bay only making his fourth career start. He got beat ahead last time out in the uh, Peter Pan by Arcangelo, who came back and won the Belmont Stakes. But two fills, give, you got to give a lot of credit to the trainer and the connections. After the Derby, they announced no Preakness, no Belmont. We're pointing for the Ohio Derby. Yeah. That's what they did, and the plan came through. 500000 for that person in that field, uh, you had to take it. And if you were involved with the connections, you had to love it. Yeah, he, he's going the right way right now, no question about that. I know your uh, hour one selection is going to be in New York at Belmont Park, but address the situation if you can uh you know at Ellis Park uh, Churchill had all the trouble and they've shifted their their uh, their live racing there through the 4th of July your take on the way things are going there at the track they call the pea patch yeah well it's going but it's not going too well to be honest with you uh, personally on a personal note I'm having a hard time with that track it seems to be speed favoring with the exception of the last couple of days the first week it was all speed whoever made the lead base basically one, you know, I guess you need a race over that track or whatever, but it just feels different, Mike. It feels like a minor league track compared to Churchill Downs. You know, I can't explain it. It's just the, the way I feel about it, and uh, yeah. I don't think the racing is up to the same quality as it was, um, you know, at Churchill. Listen, they have the Stephen Foster next week. Usually that race is run at night. It's going to be run in the day. NBC was supposed to cover it. They're not going to cover it because it's daytime. Yeah. race, which I guess has a conflict with some other sporting event or something they're showing. Just not the same, in my opinion. Hopefully they work out the problems at Churchill. Listen, they're still training over the track, so I don't know how bad it is, but uh, they have to resolve it. They have to make it uh, certainly look safe to the public, even though it is safe, but people have to get confidence back in running there and yeah. betting there. John, it, I mean, it's a case where it, it, it got so bad, and I... I lived it here at Santa Anita back in 2019. They had the option of going over there to Ellis, and they took it. I, I it, to me, it's it was the right move. I mean, it's just that they had you know the old school of thought. You got to do something. Well, they shifted the afternoon racing over there. It's taken a lot of heat off, and uh, you know, hopefully, knock wood. It, it's just an anomaly that, that again, they're not going to find. Uh, a, a clear-cut reason, and we've used this term multifactorial. That is indeed what what the deal is, uh, you know. And you can go back to the breeding. Uh, the the I think the fact that over the last forty years we've gone toward quicksilver, where uh, you don't have people in the game who breed to race. Uh, there's this commercial industry of of uh, breeding for speed and everything. And just in my opinion, I know Toby Callot agrees with me. We don't have near as hardy a breed that we've. I hate to say it, but I I just think we've kind of bred the the bone uh, out of a lot of these horses. And it's not to say it can't be corrected, but it's going to take time, and that may not even be it. But I, I think it's it's a factor in all of it. Well, you have to look at some excuse. Listen, thank God at uh, the Ellis, it's all been safe. I don't think there's been any problems at all, no. and. Uh, just the perception. It just looked terrible what was going on, and it happened to have been going on during Derby Week when there's all kinds of attention on of the course. track. So that just multiplies things and make it makes it that much worse. Yeah. But you're right. They had to do something, and they did something. And you just can't sit back and watch all these horses break down and no. expect not get any repercussions. Oh my gosh! This. No, no. Yeah.
So, so uh, they, they, they did what they had to do, and that's part of business, and hopefully it's out of the way now. Just like you went through it, and everyone in Southern California had to go through it. Churchill went through it. Look, uh, Santa Anita is about as safe for racing as there is in the world. It really is, and uh, hopefully it'll be like that at Churchill. And, and, John, let's talk about turf. First of all, uh, well, I want to get your take on how the grass is holding up at Belmont Park. Then we're going to be going to Saratoga. But obviously, major troubles in South Florida. Churchill has struggled mightily with their grass. I guess it's safe to say it, it ain't that easy when you're running thousand pound athletes over it. You know, eight, nine, ten, twelve times a day, uh, three, four, and five day weeks. Uh, it, you you got to have the right grass in place. Climate is such a big factor. But uh, we, we know these places that have struggled. How are things looking in New York? New York is fine. I mean, they did have, uh, I think, two breakdowns on the turf, but uh, and it happened to have been the same trainer, unfortunately. The ninth race, Mark Henning lost a horse, came back the next day, the very first race, he lost yeah. a horse also. And here's a trainer that's as clean as this, that's in the game. You know, he's strictly a hay and oats guy. He's been around forever, and it, it just happens. It just shows you. If it could happen to a guy like Mark Henning, it could happen to anybody. But for the most part, it's been safe. And listen, New York, they're in good shape. They have two turf courses, unlike California, unlike Florida. So when you have those long meets like they do in Southern California and they do in Florida, Gulfstream runs year-round only at Gulfstream. Yeah. At least Santa Anita takes a little time off. But when you're using one course and you're using it continuously, obviously it's going to have its wear and tear and have some sort of effect. It's a tough assignment. Listen, nine races today at Belmont Park. Uh, we understand the weather is is really good on this Sunday. Uh, they get underway at 105 Eastern, I think it's first post time. Who do you like for radio? And by the way, John, hats off to you. Great job with Planetario and uh, the closing day San Juan Capistrano last Sunday. Short field, much the best for Richard Mandela with Hector Berrios. Another tremendous ride. $7.40 in that short field. I know a lot of people catch because they heard you, John. Well, the horse ran great, and Berrios gave him a fantastic ride. And we know one thing for sure now, that horse could certainly handle the distance. So I'd be looking oh, yeah. for him to come back in those marathon races, and that's a good thing. Mike, we're going to look at the seventh race today at Belmont. Seven furlongs on the Widener turf course, and I like the number six horse in here, Master of Tunes. This is a six-year-old mare from the Joseph Lee Barn, Javier Castellano aboard to ride. She's listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. She's really in top form now. She should get a great trip in here. Number six, Master of Tunes, upsets and wins today's seventh race out of Belmont Park. Looking forward to getting you back in the back end of Hour 2. Take a look at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Tell us what is at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Three best plays, $10. Full car, $25. Today we have Ellis, Belmont, and Los Al Selections. And once again, John says Belmont Park, seventh race today. It's going to be number six, Master of Tunes, eight to one on the morning line with Kentucky Derby and Belmont Stakes winning jockey Javier Castellano aboard. Thanks so much, John. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet. Going to welcome back aboard now and a longtime friend. I don't want to call him old. Uh, he is Mr. Los Alamitos, the longtime voice of Los Al, the morning line maker day and night. Our good friend Ed Burgard, who you can catch on uh, FanDuel TV tonight from Los Alamitos. Eddie, good morning. How are you? Hey, Mike. How are you this morning? Real good. Uh, I know you were out early for breakfast at the track, 
it's nice to have the uh, the daytime thoroughbred action back. And for me, it's nice to see some of these other jocks maybe rebuilding their business, getting things going. Abel Cedillo, uh, once again, very much back in evidence. We had eight races on uh, on Friday opening day, seven different jocks won. Abel had a double. And then the same thing yesterday. We had you know nine races and uh, eight different jocks uh, winning with Abdul Alsagor doubling. It's just good to see, and smaller barns winning. It's a good thing, Ed. Well, it sure is. That was the days when you know, we had the Los Angeles County Fair, and the same thing would happen over at uh, Pomona, where you get some of these uh, outfits that can't win on the major circuit all the time doing well over here. And you've got jockeys like Ramon Vasquez, who kind of built his business up when he came out from Oakland Park, oh, yeah. coming over to ride the Los Alamitos. And you get into the big barns, and that carries the momentum into Del Mar. Uh, Frey Sue's doing the same thing right now, and I believe he won a race yesterday at a big price for Peter Miller. Diego Herrera won a couple yesterday, and his business has picked back up after uh, having a riding double on the closing day at Santa Anita, winning the uh, possibly perfect stakes as well. So you've got these riders doing very well over here, and that certainly uh, bodes well for them going into the Del Mar meet. And, you know, watching your feature uh, yesterday, the Bertrando, I mean, Juan Hernandez, one thing Bob Baffert says about Juan, he's pretty good with slam dunks. Now, you know, he's on the favorite, and so there's a lot expected of you. But he puts Kings River Knight on the lead, and that thing was over. I mean, he won off by, by two lengths as he pleased. Got a 96 buyer, uh, Ed, in winning yesterday's $100,000 Bertrando. Yeah, very impressive. He's able to control the pace. And uh, there was always question marks about a horse that's run so well on the turf, con- uh, converting that over to uh, dirt form. But horses that run well in the grass have run well here at Los Alamitos. And Kings River Road had had some fantastic workouts on the dirt at San Anita prior to that turf uh, win, right. I believe, uh, the closing weekend. And it runs second in the debut on the t- on the dirt. So John Sadler certainly knows when he brings horses over here. They generally run well on this track. Hey, Ed, uh, we've got a good maiden race, race seven today. Uh, Mr. Baffert's got a couple of them in there, including a first-time starter. Juan Hernandez is going to be riding. But I wanted to touch base, first of all, one of the better races on the card, although it's a short field, that's race two. And, uh, you know, a big supporter of racing here in California for a long time. He owns Legacy Ranch up north. They've got an incredible stallion roster up there at, uh, at Legacy. Pete Nevelin Perella, they've got a homebred that was very impressive first time out at Santa Anita, as you know, Mango Moon. And uh, you, you've got her 9-5 to five favorite uh, over the 2-1 to one second choice, Soul of a Warrior, who's trained by George Papa Padramo. Your thoughts on race two today? Uh, for fillies and mares. Well, I was talking to Pete yesterday. He was up in the uh, Vessels Club because uh, he supports uh, Los Alamitos quite a bit because of his quarter horse background as well. And uh, Malibu Moon, he said, is uh, didn't get a real big buyer first time out. I'm not a buyer follower myself all the time, but he said the horse extended itself pretty well. The final 16th mile, he looks for vast improvements today. He seemed a little bit concerned about the bottom horse as the horse to beat in that race, but he certainly says. Uh, we're trying as much as we can to win with Malibu Moon, but I don't think the price is going to be great, but certainly a horse worth watching. But to briefly touch on that uh, seventh or the seventh race today, uh, to show you the quality of the race, Bob Baffert's got three in the race. John Sadler's got two. Uh, Whitey, uh, Mike McCarthy has one, and Phil D'Amato's got one. So well-represented. Wickline, I really like the workout watching it on XBTV, that 46 and 4 fifths uh, gate workout. When he worked with three horses that were like breakers and just, uh, blew away from there, uh, going into the far turns, got a lot of speed. And Uncle Rich from the Mike McCarthy barn, who ran a strong second after showing speed at Santa Anita. Yes, he did. Come back with a solid, solid workout as well. 
Sadler's got a first-time starter central dispatch uh, out of a mare that uh, won over $200,000, and he's got a first-time starter called LeVon, who they paid $750,000 for at a yearling sale. So you've got some quality runners going in that maiden race. Yeah, uh, LeVon, $750,000 Keeneland September yearling. And then Baffert's first-time starter, well, they only gave uh, 275000 for him. Want to touch upon Uncle Reg, and this is a case where, you know, Michael McCarthy, and the owner-breeder is uh, somebody that Michael has known for many years, Jay Bly, great guy. You might remember, Ed, a horse by the name of Present Value. Shoemaker rode him late in his career. He was a horse by Halo, and he made a lot of money in the handicap ranks. But uh, Uncle Reg started out at Churchill, and then they went up to Turfway Park, I gotta believe they had this uh, ship and win situation in California in mind. They came to Santa Anita, a very respectable second, and the horse got bet. Uh, you know, was was off at three to one. Here they are. Uh, Tiago Pereira takes over uh, two to one on your morning line. I think this guy's got some upside. He's a dangerous horse in against three Bafferts. Right. I watched. Uh, showed a lot of speed against the horse that uh, Tim Yachtin had a the one impressively off a troubled trip prior to that. And, and Uncle Red should have won his debut at Churchill. He was blocked down the stretch and finished out full of run. And I get a lot of my reports for the workouts uh, from handicappers reporting. and they've come back with a huge workout on uh, Uncle Red since the last race. I would look for this horse to improve quite a bit. I still think uh, the Baffert horse is the one to beat with Juan Hernandez. I just visually like the way the horse worked when I watched that. I believe it was June 15th or June 16th real over XBTV, and that's a valuable asset for me. And, trying to make the morning line to watch those workouts as well. Well, it, you put it all together. you got an eight-horse field here. There's 45000 up. Maiden special weight. This is a good betting race, uh, race number seven. Let's go to the eighth. This is another uh, a solid allowance, Ed. And uh, you've got uh, Terry Lovinger's Phineas, 5-2 to two morning line choice uh, on the outside, trained by Pete Miller, Abel Cedillo aboard. Right, I think I might have Bellotti as, as a two-to-one favorite. Phineas at five-to-two. There you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Phineas, I, I've always felt Phineas is more of a one-turn runner than two turns. Uh, see, I think he have to win around two turns, but definitely one of the horses to beat. But my radio play is going to be short, man. He's a horse for the course. He loves Los Alamitos. And I watched the video of his last race at Santa Anita. got shut off at the start. And I thought he ran much better than the line indicates. And I'm sure that the connections have been pointing for Los Alamitos. He's two for three over this course. And one of the wins is by double digits, so that's going to be my play at 3-1 to one with Hector Berrios, short man in race number eight. Okay, that's the, the eighth race, number four, short man, 3-1. to one. And the 2-1 to one, uh, morning line favorite is red line uh, for Steve Knapp with, with Tiago Pereira. And Phineas, uh, as noted, the second choice uh, here with, with, with Abel Cedillo. Well, Ed, uh, I, I enjoyed you with Kurt Hoover uh, from Burgarts yesterday. That, that <laughs> handicapping, no, it's a, it's a great look. And, uh, you know, it, again, it's good to be back this time of the year for this meet. And uh, as we used to say about the L.A. County Fair at Fairplex, it's a paid vacation for everybody in the game. It really is. No, it sure is. And, you know, it's enjoyable for me to come out here and visit with old friends. And, I mean, I don't mean to emphasize the word old too much, but it's good to come out here and see everybody again. And it kind of refreshes me as well. And Laughlin's going to get a little bit hot next week. It's supposed to get up to 115 next weekend. So I yeah, but it's and, and it's a it's a dry heat, right? I, I love it. Right now, it's actually been a cool summer so far up there, and it's, it's been a dry heat until the monsoons come in. But yeah, it's been a great place with um, my good friend and your good friend Ed Reese across the river in Bullhead City and Richie Silverstein up there uh, in Laughlin. You know, I've got a lot of uh, companies to uh, yeah. visit uh, on the off days. 
Well, Ed, uh, kind of a radical shift for for you and Marsha. I mean, going from living near the beach, working in Los Alamitos all those years, out to Laughlin. Now, I know things have been unseasonably cool, but that uh, that could certainly change real quick, as you know, Eddie. Well, it's going to change down here. I think the heat wave is supposed to start here next Friday, from what I read, and that's when I notice the temperatures rise over, you know, in our area. But we can go right up to Kingman, which is only about a 45-minute drive where it's about 10 degrees cooler. So there's uh, options if you want to get away from the heat. And I've got Orlando Gutierrez, uh, who does the nighttime PR for you guys, coming on uh, in in a few minutes. Any strong take uh, just off the cuff as far as the nighttime program? They've got a, a pick-six carryover at night of better than 15,000. Yeah, 15000 We've got an uh, eight-race program. The pick six begins on race number three. It'll be a short price, but we're looking for a pick six single. I believe the horse is in race number five. Remember John uh, coming off a good effort in a trial for the Edburgh Million, ran a second against uh, Kevin Twice Corona, who came back to run third in the finals of the Edburgh Million. And I would think that Remember John will break the maiden. I believe I have him at 8 to 5 in the morning line. Not a great price to bet on, but a, a possible single in the pick six. And race five uh, goes at seven sixteen, and remember, John, number six, eight to five, as you noted, on your morning line. Eddie, thanks so much for your time. Uh, what are you doing during the afternoon today? Are you going to be at the races? I'll be here for a little bit. I have, I have my dog at the hotel. Can't leave her alone all day, so I brought her down here. Marsh, take the dog down with you to keep out of trouble on your day off. So I've got the dog here. <laughs> she sends you with the dog. That way, she knows you're kind of tethered, right? You got it, bud. <laughs> that is amazing. All right, Ed, thanks so much. Appreciate the visit. And there he went, apparently. So, uh, Ed Burgart, the longtime voice of Los Alamitos. We're going to go ahead and take quick time out. Coming back strong, uh, as always, with John Lindo uh, from Carlsbad. And then, uh, as noted, Orlando Gutierrez is going to be joining us. He's sucking up in the next segment. Toby Terrell running the anchor lap. Got some first-time starters we want to talk about. And don't forget, Kurt Hoover is going to be joining me top of the next hour, as he will, throughout this Los Alamitos meet. And we're going to be joined uh, somewhere there in that first half hour by the voice of Angels baseball, Terry Smith. Halos, 25-1 to last night in Colorado with a 13-run third inning. Got a lot to talk about. Stay with us. This is Thorbert L.A. AM 830. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. 
It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. 
from Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. Los Angeles, by thanks to Leilani Mabri and Jake Rich inside here at the Big A. Let's get down to Carlsbad, say, say hello to uh, owner, breeder, radio host, and more, John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. John, I couldn't understand a word you said. Are, are you uh, on the second floor, ground floor, where are you at? Uh, how's this, any better? That is 100% better, sir. How you doing? Good. Good morning, sir. How are you? We're good. Uh, let's, first of all, talk cowbreds. Kings River Knight, going to be our cowbred of the week. Uh, Gate-to-wire winner, I mean, really impressive, of yesterday's $100,000 Bertrando. He's a nose away from uh, being a three-time, of winning three consecutive stakes. And guess who beat him two races back by a nose? The chosen Vron, who right now looks to be the best cowbred in captivity. Kings River Knight, a five-year-old gelding, bred in California by the Old English Rancho, by the Eclipse Award-winning acclamation out of a poteen mare by the name of Season to Perfection. And, John, he's now got five wins, four seconds from ten starts. And with the $60,000 winner's share yesterday, his earnings right at about three, uh, right at about three hundred thousand dollars from those ten starts. It pays to own and breed here in California. 
Odesley does. And this horse is a gelding. He won the crystal water on the grass. He won on the dirt yesterday, so you don't have to worry about what surface. Yep. You know, trainer John Savage has got a really useful horse here. And congratulations to the owners, Integrity Thoroughbreds, the Elwood Johnson Trust, and Kevin Tavaldi. Uh, this is the kind of horse you can have a lot of fun with all year round. Looking forward to seeing him down uh, at Del Mar. Apparently, according to Juan Leva's quotes after the race, assistant to John Sadler, the timing for this particular race was really good for what they have in mind. I think there's a $150,000 stake at Del Mar that they're, uh, they're going to be pointing to. So they can have a big summer with this guy. Yeah, I think that race at Del Mar's on the turf. But like you say, the, the surface doesn't matter to doesn't him. Matter, so, yeah. No, he's going to have a lot of fun. And, these kind of horses, when you put them on the lead, they just get brave, and you have a heck of a time getting by them. John, it's always a great time, in my opinion, to get up to Las Vegas. Like uh, like you say, it's fast and firm in the race book at the South Point, about 75 degrees or what have you, and uh, it really is geared to the horse player up there. A tremendous facility, one-stop shop. Another thing I like, you know, it's it's the first place you come to when you get into Vegas. It's on the south end of the Strip right off uh, of I-15, encourage people to get a hold of Steve Johnson up there. And, uh, John, that toll-free number to call is 866-780-7223 or 780-RACE. And uh, tell him you heard about it here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I know you're a frequent visitor there at the South Point. Yeah, and uh, Steve Johnson was telling me last time, I mean, he's getting a lot of listeners from Thoroughbred LA coming on out. In fact, uh, yeah. Art Wilson's out there this weekend, and... Uh, I think Ellis Davis from from the Echo Base Charts, he's been out there recently. So they're seeing a lot of our guys out there and everything I get back from them, they're all they all love it. And uh, I tell you what, you've been out there, Mike. It's just yeah. a lot of fun. The food's great, all the restaurants are fun. Uh, you, you you should have a, if you're not having a good time out there, you're not trying really hard. I mean the the restaurants are terrific. It's uh it's user friendly. It's just a, a great facility. I can't recommend it highly enough. The South Point uh uh, hotel spa and casino there in las vegas nevada again that toll-free number to call steve johnson in the race book 866-780-RACE john your take on the uh the situation at los alamitos with two days in the books well i the, the track's been fair you know the thing you want about it as a handicapper do i have to play a certain style you've seen horses win on the lead on the inside you've seen them loop the field and come from dead yeah. last all styles are good the track i think is in terrific shape uh, the racing's been good. A lot of close finishes as well. So it's fun. And, and you know, even though the fields were light yesterday, the payoffs were good. You saw a pick six payoff of over $10,000. There weren't any bombshells. So, uh, it, it, you know, you can cash tickets and make some money out of Los Alamitos. Well, you know, yesterday's Bertrando, I thought Kings River Night stood out. But you got a $5.20 mutual there in a six-horse field. The horse is favored to me. I know it's easy after the fact, but... That's not a bad mutual, John. No, I like the horse that ran second yesterday in that race, and the exact it was almost ten to one. Kings River Knights yeah. and Love Sick Blues, and you know you lock those two together. I'll I'll take a ten to one number. I, I, exactly, John. Uh, an eight race card today. Uh, wh- where are we going to go for radio and your your selection? Sponsored by the aforementioned South Point uh, Hotel in Vegas. Let's go to race number five today at Los Alamitos. In the fifth race, I thought number six assuredly needed his career debut. Show speed got a little bit tired. He goes from the rail to the outside. The outside post sprinting at Los Al is always a good thing. He looks like the controlling speed from the outside post. I think he gets a really nice trip in here. Two to one on the morning line. Let's work around number six assuredly and all the rolling bets 
Race five at Los Alamitos. Giovanni Franco up uh, for Mike Pipey. Race five, John Lindo says it's number six, assuredly. And uh, I- I'm told Bob Ike's going to be back with you next weekend, right? Yeah, he's been on the road taking a little break this weekend. Well-deserved. He'll be back with me on the air next Saturday. Okay, great. And you guys, of course, are on from 9 to 10. John, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. One last thing. If folks go to the South Point, they can get the Lindo report right there. The, every day of the Los Alamitos meet, next week I'll do, if you get out there early for the long weekend, since there's no racing in Los Alamitos Friday, I'll do a Belmont Park sheet. And then we go straight through to, through Tuesday. It's a good weekend to try that long weekend at the South Point. July 4th, uh, falling on a Tuesday. Thanks so much, John. All right. Good luck today. All right. Uh, we'll close this segment out as we always do. Head down Catella and say hello to uh, Orlando Gutierrez. Uh, heads up the public relations efforts for the nighttime enterprise at Los Alamitos. Hey, Orly, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? Well, you don't sound so great. Were you out late? <laughs> Well, I just uh, slipped in a little bit today, Mike. Slipped in a little bit. Well, good enough. I haven't had my coffee yet. I haven't had my coffee yet. Well, so uh, we, we got to get you some Uncle Chemos. Now, listen, yeah. that $2 uh, conventional pick six nighttime, uh, you, got, you guys got a nice carryover now, better than 15000 with eight races. That'll start with race three tonight, first post time, 535 for the nighttime stuff. Yeah, Mike, and looking forward to uh, what should be another really good pool at Los Alamitos. We had a real nice one. During the daytime, uh, about $120,000 during the daytime for the total pool. We should have close to that, I believe, at nighttime, uh, certainly around the $100,000 mark. Eight races on top, some really nice allowance races that I'm looking forward to. And uh, the carryover was created when uh, when Zoom Bad Jess won the fifth race last night, uh, paying $37.60. The runner-up paid $30.20 to place. And the Tencent Super Effect with those two combined, was over forty eight hundred dollars. That's that was for ten cents, Mike. So uh, the fifth range oh. was the lynch linchpin for uh, what should be a, a really fun pick six tonight. Exactly. And listen, let's talk about that. John Lindo touched upon it. A little bit of a, a variation with July fourth falling on a Tuesday this year. First post time every day for this LA County Fair at Los Alamitos short meet three weekends is at one o'clock, right? Yeah, one p.m. every uh, every day of the meet. Uh, next week, like uh, John mentioned, we're racing on Friday, but we will have four consecutive days of racing starting on Saturday, and we'll continue all the way to Tuesday, Tuesday 4th of July, and also the richest race of the meet, the Great Lady M, will be held on that Tuesday. And uh, the nomination of 17 Phillies and Mares nominated to the uh, $200,000 Great Lady M, some really good uh, Phillies and Mares in there, Edda, who won the Starmist. Here in 2021, and the uh, Santa Isabel last year is one of the top nominees, and also Fun to Dream, uh, winner of the Great One La Brea, is also part of the nominees. 17 total, and uh, they're going to draw that race this Friday uh, for that 4th of July week. Okay, terrific. Uh, eight of them tonight. Uh, who, who do you like under the lights for radio? I'm going to go with an improving uh, quarter horse coming in to race number four here at Los Alamitos. Going from post number two, Sugarfoot, uh, really improved from uh, first start when ran fifth. Second out, came a closing third, just missed running second for uh, trainer Jose Flores and Cruz Mendes. We'll get post number two, but a four to one off, I think he has a really nice chance. There's nothing here that scares me too much. Uh, Bruce Cruz for trainer Paul Joseph having an excellent meet uh, is also one that I figure, but I'm going to go with the two with the price and with that carryover, looking for a 
maybe a little bit uh, out of pay out there of that pick six sequence. I'll go with a two, Sugarfoot at four to one, and that's in race four, Mike. Okay, and post time for race four tonight at Los Alamitos, and you can catch Ed Burgard uh, on the set tonight uh, at six fifty one Pacific. Orlando, quickly, uh, I know you sent me a text talking about some of the connections. Now, the, this, the, the daytime thoroughbred meets at Los Al, it opens up opportunity for, for some of the guys, you know, that, hey, things are tough at Santa Anita, and this is a, a, yeah. a meet where maybe they can get some traction going into Del Mar. Absolutely, Mike, and a couple of the young riders that uh, ride at night uh, a lot and do well at night. Uh, Cesar Ortega, for example, a rider, uh, picked up a victory uh, on, on, yesterday in the second race has hit uh, the board in three of his five mounts, then followed it up with winning the first race at nighttime. So a uh, two-win night for uh, Cesar Ortega. And he said how important this week is for, uh, for him that uh, when he was doing well, uh, you know, he caught some ice from the trainers, gave him an opportunity, uh, has had a few setbacks, so now he's kind of trying to uh, put it all together again. And like you mentioned, get some momentum going into the Del Mar, maybe some opportunities there. Diego Herrera uh, has already won two races here at Los Alamitos. Has hit the board with seven of his first ten mounts, uh, doing really well here to start the meet. And uh, a trainer that I have to mention, Satchel Stevens, uh, picked up his first daytime win here at Los Alamitos. That happened on a Friday on opening day with a horse by the name of Vicente's Knight. Yeah, I had, I had that. never seen that name, Orlando. Satchel Stevens. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have seen the barn, uh, you know, the, the, the name on, the, on one of the barns there, Los Alamitos, have been meaning to stop there just to ask him uh, one question, but it was answered for me as he uh, as his horse crossed the uh, the finish line <laughs> there at Los Alamitos winning. Gary Stevens tweeted right away congratulating, congratulating his nephew, Satchel Stevens, That's... for that win at Los Alamitos. That was it. I... Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. There, there was a connection with Gary. Well, good for him. That's awesome. You know, hey Orlando, uh, one o'clock start for the Thoroughbreds today. Gary Brinson, the gate crew, going to be busy as is uh, Michael Rona, and you That's guys, right. you guys get underway for eight of them at night at five thirty-five. What do you take about a forty-minute break? Yeah, that should be about it. We got eight races today, so uh, we had about a you know thirty-five minute break yesterday with nine races started right. at six p.m. So about the same. All right, and listen, get some rest. You're going to need it, and uh, we'll see you down there at Los Alamitos. Thanks so much, Mike. You bet. Uh, we'll step aside, take our final break here in hour one. Toby Terrell of Winners Card, uh, interested to get his thoughts on some of these maiden uh, first-time starters and the entire card as well. And don't forget, Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV going to be joining me. Top of the next hour, and Kurt and I are both going to be joined by the voice of Angels Baseball, Terry Smith. An epic win for the Halos last night in Denver. Stay with us. Angels Radio. AM830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. 
It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year California Chrome to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's 
Nemo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year California Chrome to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Hour 1, Thurber, Los Angeles. My name is Mike Willman. Uh, we're going to get up to Santa Anita right now. And, of course, a week... Uh, week ago Sunday was closing day at the great race place. Just want to get this out there. We, we really had a great closer uh, on track attendance, and it was busy. 18633 total handle on closing day, $17.1 million. And our handicappers here on Thoroughbred LA uh, had, had a really good show. John Hardoon, as noted, uh, nailed the winner of the San Juan, the Brazilian bred Planetario, at 740. Andy Harrington from National Turf was all over Sir Atticus. Winner of the eighth race, John Sheriff's Mike Smith teaming up there. You got a $13.60 win mutual. And Bruce Finkelstein had a nice winner. The, uh, the final race on the card, 12th and final on closing day, Mystification. That came back $9, and we'll have Bruce, of course, on uh, in hour two. Let's get up to Santa Anita, as mentioned, and check in with Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Hey, Toby, how you, how you doing? Mike, I'm doing great. And uh, two more numbers: about thirty-eight million dollars uh, through the windows for the for the closing weekend here. Yes. And uh, we, I believe, might have had the record work tab today. I think it is. I think this is the most horses that have worked all year long. So uh, things are popping still. Right, and that indicates you got a lot of people. They're they're, they're going to be running at Del Mar. That condition book's been out for quite some time. And, of course, uh, as always, going to be a lot of pent-up anticipation for the opener uh, down there where the turf meets the surf. Yeah, you know what? I'm beginning to really believe it. I've been in close touch with uh, my man David down there, and he's optimistic. But after today and the last week and a half here at Santa Anita, I share the optimism because I, I never stop timing horses the entire morning here until right now. I love it. Uh, I, we've talked about this race a little bit, but I, I, re, I respect your opinion so much. We've got some first-time starters in race seven, and uh, John Sadler's uh, got one, and Bob Baffert uh, has got one. Baffert's got three horses in the race. Uh, actually, Baffert's got two first-timers. What do you make of race seven? And, and Michael McCarthy got a horse coming in uh, uh, from Kentucky, Uncle Reg, who uh, you know ran once at Santa Anita and got a lot of ability. What do you make of this? 
Yeah, Uncle Red showed tremendous speed, so he's got the speed, experience, Baffert. Good draw with the the, the big gray horse, the seven wick line. That's who I'm going to give the edge to, that first-time starter. Big, massive, good-looking horse there. Uh, and I am going to go back to race number four for uh, the uh, the uh, worldwide release, as I like to call it, and that will be a very fitting uh, best bet today. Los Alamitos, where I cut my teeth, is... You well know way back to the quarter horse and harness horse days, but California Chrome, without any question, uh, home of the Chrome, and he happens to be the sire of number five, California Bling. This seems also fitting that he would win today. Race four, seven to five on the morning line at Los Alamitos. That's Toby Terrell's best bet, California Bling. Toby, thank you so much. Folks, don't go anywhere. A big show straight ahead, nine to ten. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than four hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23 221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original. 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. 
the Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800 or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Mike Wilman, 
Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by the LA County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. First post time each racing day is at 1 o'clock. In addition to top daytime thoroughbred action, you can catch America's fastest athlete, the American Quarter Horse, under the lights every Friday and Saturday night by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By Sammy's original off-track wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia. Just a lob wedge from the great race place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabria. Once again, a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Hour 2, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. It's opening weekend at what we're calling the Los Angeles County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Eight races today. We get underway at 1 o'clock. And first post time for eight of them under the lights tonight is going to be at 5.35. There is a pick six carryover for the nighttime action of better than $15,000. And that's traditional uh, $2 pick six with the 70-30 split. As noted, uh, quite a bit in hour one, a big, big performance at Los Alamitos uh, yesterday. Uh, It was the California-bred Kings River Night taking the California-bred Bertrando at a flat mile uh, under uh, Juan Hernandez. Really impressive win. When the horse made the lead, uh, that really was ball game and uh, just cruised to a two-length victory and in so doing earned a 96 buyer. If you like Kings River Night, trained by uh, John Sadler, well, you got a $5.20 win mutual. A lot to talk about here in Hour 2. Let's get to the phones and say hello to Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV, who is handling all the paddock uh, duties for simulcast television, uh, including the pre-race seminar. So we'll get an update from Kurt right now. Hey, Kurt, good morning. How's it going? Good morning, Michael. I'm great. Uh, two good days of racing in the books and uh, looking forward to these Sunday cards. to really enjoying things at Los Al. The weather has been perfect and had some good racing, Mike, uh, both uh, Friday and yesterday. We have had some good racing. Obviously, we, we would much prefer bigger fields, but the racing has been good, Kurt. It's been competitive. We've had some close finishes. Don't see any discernible bias. And, uh, you know, it, it's nice to see. I say it's a paid vacation for everybody in the game here in Southern California. Some of the lesser connections, uh, you know, getting their piece of the pie, It's to me it's refreshing. Yeah, I agree 100%, Mike. And uh, and it hasn't been, you know, a chalk fest. It hasn't been all three to five shots right. and four to five shots, right? We've had some double-digit winners. 
pick six yesterday with the care over the two dollar pick six paid ten thousand dollars i thought that was a really nice payout mm-hmm. uh you mentioned king's river night what a nice horse that is like he is such a versatile horse and such a good horse and that buyer kind of uh goes with what i saw i mean i i watched that race after i finished the paddock down on the apron there that was impressive very very good horse and a, a perfect ride from juan hernandez and then you mentioned kind of spreading the wealth mike which i noticed that yesterday we had nine races we had eight different winning riders and nine different winning trainers. So yeah. to your point about everyone getting a piece of the pie, and the purses are good, too. So, you know, I was coming in yesterday from the parking lot, and somebody stopped me. It turned out to be the owner of one of the horses in the first race. Him and yeah. his wife came from Florida, and they got the money. A $45,000 purse with the cow bread incentive. And as you well know, Mike, from having done it, breeding horses and owning horses is very expensive. It's nice to hit that home run. Kurt, you, you said something with Ed Burgard on the pre-race seminar yesterday that I've been around the track a while. I, I didn't know that the first person you see, they're they're eligible to win. But that you nailed it before the fact. And uh, absolutely, the, the, it was the owner breeder, a guy named Timothy Hammer. Name of the yeah. horse was Stan from Malibu. Ramon Vasquez rode with a lot of confidence, and they got it done by a neck. You got a three dollar and forty cent win mutual uh, with uh, you know with no show wagering. Carla Gaines, the winning trainer, and. You noted they came cross-country for this race, and, boy, they looked happy in the winner's circle. What a way to start the day. Yeah, those kind of things make, the, make, this game so, make this game so much fun, as you know. You know, if you put a lot into it, and, and I, you know, when people say, I was just a maiden race, it was just this, just that, I said, you know how hard it is to win a race, to get a horse to the races, and they've still got the mare, the dam of that horse, so they've got a winner. And, you know, and I kept thinking, too, about that cow bread for me. I'm like, that is just a gold mine, as you know. I mean, that tacked onto the purse, that is really, really sweet. Purse forty five thousand, and then I think it's uh, is it seventeen thousand? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. It's been a long time since I uh, was eligible for that. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I haven't had to think about it for a long time myself. (laughs) I mean, I hey, it's it's all available uh, via the tax records. I I did I did pretty good, but it's been a while, you know. But anyway, yeah, Kurt, that was that was a nice touch with those people and the one jock who doubled yesterday, kid that works very hard. And he's yeah. got, uh, you know, he's got a treasure as an agent, Vince DeGregory, at age 90. He's out every single morning. This game is his life. And we know what a great run he had back in the day with guys like Pinkai, McCarran, and so on. But he's got this kid now, and it's, it's, it's just good to see him getting a riding double yesterday. Yeah, Abdul Alstagor, Mike, has really improved as a rider. He's getting some live mounts, and nice to see him uh, win a pair yesterday. Uh, one other thing I want to touch on, Mike, it didn't happen low Sal, but in between races, I got to watch the Ohio Derby. That two fills is a very good horse. Yes, he is. I think he, I think he might be the best three-year-old, Mike. When I really think about it, I thought he ran maybe the best race in the Derby. You know, he ran second. He toyed with that good horse yesterday, and he sits, he relaxes, and finishes, yes. he's in good hands. I, I just think that's a really, really good horse, Mike. You know, John Hardoon uh, noted something in hour one. The connections trained by Larry Ravelli. This horse ran second. I think he was beat a length in the Derby. By the way, he got a 105 in the Derby. He got a 105 buyer yesterday wow. in winning the Grade Three Ohio Derby. But they said right after the Derby, no, we're not going to Baltimore. Yep. We're not going to New York. We're not going to run in the Preakness of the Belmont. We're pointing for the Ohio Derby. And you know what, Kurt? They they got a dangerous customer right now in that horse. They really do. He's 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 on edge. For sure, Mike. And you know. Uh, talk about doing the right thing because you think about it. He ran a grueling race in the Kentucky Derby. You wheel him back in the free test, he might get beat up. Then you got yep. nothing the rest of the year, right? Instead, you got a fresh horse, 
uh, the way you won was so impressive. I looked up his breeding, Mike. The, the dam was a stakes winner at Charlestown, a graded stakes winner. This is the first foal to make it to the races. Maybe there was a, a non-breeding season or a foal didn't make it, but this is the first one to make the races. So, huh. boy, really, really nice uh, nice win yesterday by two fills. And you mentioned Larry Ravelli. That guy's been at it a long time and always hits at a high percentage. It's good to see him get a good horse. And and Philip Sagan, uh, the breeder, he's also one yeah. of the owners. Nice story, and of course, uh, buy a top horse, hard spun. But it's going to be interesting to see where they go. I don't know if they if the Haskell's a little bit too quick or what they want to do with him. Yeah, I, thought, I was thinking like Haskell, Jim Dandy, Travers, something right. along that route, maybe. But uh, you know, if we had a, a vote right now on top three old, he'd get mine. I, I I've just been very impressed by him. Time is nine fifteen. Kurt, good news. We got the voice <laughs> of Angels baseball, Terry Smith, joining us in studio. Hey, Terry, good morning. How's it going? Mike, it's doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Say hello to Kurt. He's uh, on Kurt, the phone. Kurt, how you doing? I'm doing good, Terry. Uh, it's a pleasure listening to you and Mark every night. I sit on the patio barbecue and put you guys on the radio, and I could not enjoy it more. And a, a little bit of vino. Do they get better with a little bit of vino, Kurt? Yes, most, most definitely. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to try that when we come to the studio. Good news! Yeah. yeah, the second, third glass things sound really good, Terry. Sounds good. Okay. Terry, I'll throw a couple of numbers at you here. 26 runs combined. The Halos win 25-1 last night. Right. Biggest offensive outpouring in franchise history. Right. A total of 35 hits. Uh, Colorado had uh, had seven. Right. You guys had 28. Game time, two hours, 53 minutes, Terry Smith. Was that beautiful? Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that's the speed-up rules. They definitely affect it, the it's game. It's been an elixir for the game. Oh, oh for sure. And I think uh, universally across Major League Baseball, from fans for the most part, certainly players managers, coaches, front office people, everyone is thinking that this really works, and it does. It does. Yeah. To me, it's just the game, it, it, it's a rhythmic game, and we needed to to give it a kick in the, in the hind end and get the tempo back. Yeah. I know it seems a little extreme sometimes, and obviously there's gray areas, but on balance, this has really been a winner, Terry. It, it has been, and you know the guys aren't stepping out of the box adjusting Thank the batting you. gloves uh, five times during a single at bat. Uh, yeah. Pitchers aren't throwing to first base as much. Uh, they're not dilly-dallying. Uh, so, yeah, it's been tremendous. I think there might be some tweaks that they could make down the road, but for the first year, I think it's been an overwhelming success, and I think it's one of the, the biggest changes that baseball has ever seen, maybe in my lifetime, the, I agree. the way this has affected the game and affected the game successfully. I think it's the biggest change since the DH. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know. uh, and again, th- there will probably be some more things coming to Major League Baseball, whether or not they're going to be universally accepted, like, you know, the the pitch clock, I don't know. I mean, uh, you're a former umpire. I don't know about the uh, automatic umpire for balls and strikes behind the plate, but they're they're trying a lot of things in the minors. Some of them have made their way to the big mm-hmm. leagues now, and there will be more to come. They're getting plays right. I think we can all agree that's that's good. Yeah, I, I think that's the a good replay, thing. the challenges work, and for the most part, they're pretty swift in deciding this. Every once in a while, there's a, an issue, but that's because there's other games going on, and there's kind of a pecking order if there's several challenges of several yeah. games happening at the same time. But yeah, I, I think the game is improving, um, and I think it, it also, uh, down the road, will be more appealing to younger fans because everybody's Agreed. into the speed of things. That's why you have your cell phone. That's why you're looking things up. 100%. Everybody likes things to go faster now, uh, the internet, and uh, when we, we were younger, Mike uh, and, and Kurt, 
you know, the internet, you'd have to dial in, and it would take forever to, to do things. But now, yeah. uh, speed is certainly an essence, I guess, in our society now, and I think uh, it's coming to baseball, and it's helped the game. Terry, the one little bee I have in my bonnet, Kurt's heard me complain about it. Sure. The K-Zone. I, I, I watch baseball to enjoy Kurt has a little glass of wine. I have the odd beer. <laughs> I, I watch baseball to enjoy it. Sure. And to me, it, we're all imperfect human beings. And I'll give you an example. Warren Spahn, 42 years old, he won 23 games. Mm-hmm. Warren Spahn lived that far off the plate. Sure, sure. He lived there, right. but he got it because he earned it. He, he staked out that turf, and he was there. He was around the plate all the time. I watched LSU Wake Forest the other night. No K-Zone. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, Terry, it was just such a relief. The guys calling the game got the outside corner. You know, mm-hmm. hey, look, the gross injustices is in terms of ball strikes. All right, let's complain. But this continual, continual, pardon my language, bitching. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a half a baseball. Give me a break. Right, I, I, you know? I agree. And then last night, I'll just say this, Matt Visurgian, he started complaining that the home plate umpire wasn't opening up the zone when it was out of hand, which is what always used to happen. Right. I can tell you, check with any major league umpire, they can't do it anymore because they get graded on the same basis, whether it's a 1-1 game, Game 7 of the World Series, or a blowout like it was last night, out of hand. They get graded down if they open it up. So uh, it's just... That's just one thing I wanted to get out there, Terry. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and you're, you're spot on um, with with the way you know umpires are uh, critiqued after each game. And uh, you know, the other part of it, Mike, is and you being an umpire in the past, uh, everybody kind of knows that night in any game in Major League Baseball who the home plate umpire is and and what his tendencies are. I mean, I, I say it every night before our game. This guy's I know a you pitcher's do. umpire. Yep. He's a hitter's umpire. He might not be one of the best ball and strike callers. But this. That's what he is. That's what he is. And and if the, and if the guy, you know, does what he normally does, everybody knew he was going to call the game that way yeah. before the game ever began. The biggest pitcher's umpire uh, that I've ever been aware of was a guy named Ed Rungi. His son oh, yeah, Paul was him. a sure. great umpire in the National League. Ed right. Rungi was American League. Stan Williams told me one time. He said, "I'll tell you what. When you came out there and you saw Ed Rungi at home plate." You knew you had a shot to have a pretty good day. You might bounce them in and they're called strikes. I get you. Yeah. That thing got a little bit wide. But anyway, back to last night. Yeah. You and Mark Langston combined. Now, you had about 19 years in the minor leagues before you I, came I did. up here. Yeah, I did. You've been with the Angels 21 years now? Uh, 22. This is my 22nd year. 20. Yeah. So that's 41 years. Sure. Correct? Sure. Some simple cipher, yeah. which yeah. I'm not that good at. But between you and Mark, you've been around a long time. A long in time. your life, did you ever think you would call three consecutive home runs? On three consecutive pitches. Not at all. I mean, there were things happening last night. Our heads were spinning. And, you know, Mark was trying to get some of the, you know, records, all-time records. Because, you know, we're not aware of everything when a game begins. And of course so not. there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you know, the, the other part of that game last night, and I found this out uh, after the fact... But uh, we scored 21 runs in in two innings between the third and fourth inning. That's an all time major modern day major. Going back league, to 1920 or something. Right, right. An all time <laughs> major league record for most runs scored in a two inning span of any game. I mean, there there were just so many different records being set as the game was going on. Unreal. And uh, you know, I, I think it was by the end of the third inning, or at least after the fourth inning, every single batter in our starting lineup had a hit. 
had an RBI, and had scored a run. I mean, if you have one game where any of those three categories happen for your starting lineup, that's extraordinary. This was three different categories by the end of the fourth inning that uh, every single batter in our lineup had achieved. It was just phenomenal last night. On top of that, if Moniak doesn't stumble... Oh, Do you think he he goes for the cycle? Oh, Do you think he sure. has a triple? Yeah, I, I heard him after the game. He said, yeah, he said, uh, he said I thought for sure I had a triple. And he said, I was so excited <laughs> that I stumbled running uh, past you know first base and he had right. to stop at second. All the guys in the dugout were like laughing and they, you know, they were shaking yeah. their head. And, and Moniak sits at uh, second base just kind of shaking his head like, what did I just do there? I had a triple waiting right in front of me to complete the cycle. So, yeah, it, it, it was a feel-good night. I want to dive with one other thing I noticed, and I don't watch a lot of games from Colorado. You know, watching the last two nights, it's not so much the home runs, it's that outfield. Oh, for sure. Spacious. That, right? Right, right. The doubles right. And, the, and the singles that would be caught in other parks. It's amazing when you watch, you know, back to back. A lot games, of ground. Big. That spacious that outfield is in Colorado, right? And and that was by design because of the way they knew the ball was going to carry. I mean, there yeah. there was a minor league team, the Denver Bears, forever, and then they were the Denver Zephyrs, and yeah. and so and and they would play at Mile High Stadium where the Broncos used to play. Yeah, I, I was there to call some games, uh, you know, on my days in the minors, and you, you could see how the ball carried. So when they got their their major league expansion franchise, they knew we have to back everything up, and and both. Both lines down both lines. It's nearly three fifty. It's three fifty down yeah. the right field side, three forty seven to the left field side. So in doing and they that, they still launch them. Uh, oh yeah, they still launch them. I mean, it, it was and we had five last night. That five different players hit home runs for us. Uh, last unbelievable. Night. There was a guy named Roger Freed. He was from West I, Covina. I remember him. Yes. He hit fifty plus home runs two years in a row for the Denver Bears back in the mid seventies. I remember him. He was with the Cardinals organization. Phillies. He played for the Phillies. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. he didn't quite stick, but. Right. Uh, he had a lot of power. Yeah. So it, it, back to last night, <laughs> I, I I gotta say Perry Manazian, I, Kurt, I haven't talked to you about this. The Angels GM to me at about the halfway point, he might be the MVP. I don't know how he keeps doing it. He's finding guys to give him the depth. They've had so many injuries and they're hanging in, Terry. Absolutely. Well, I I think what happened. Uh, was last season when we ran into all the injury issues, we tried to patch that up internally. We brought up a, a slew of players from the minors. A lot of them were first-time major league players, and it didn't work. And I think, you know, Perry's a young GM. This is his third year. Last year and his second year, he tried to patch up all the injury issues in, in a way he thought would work, and it didn't work. And he acknowledged that. He said our biggest problem last year, uh, besides some, you know, relief issues, was our depth. This year, it's going a totally different direction. Every player, at least from a position standpoint, has been a, a veteran player. He added pieces, veteran players in the offseason. And now when we're calling people up, maybe the exception is uh, Neto, who's fantastic. But, but he's hurt. Right, now. right, he's hurt. Yeah. Everything else has been a, a veteran guy to fill a hole. And, and we made a trade after the game last night and got Mike Moustakas. So, right. And he's going to switch clubhouses because he was with he's the, right. And you got the, Eduardo Escobar. He's already made an impact. But a right. guy that I, I was really hoping was going to get back with you he made a big impact last night david fletcher absolutely i mean i don't know what it is about this guy kurt with men on base he puts the ball in play yeah he puts the ball in play keeps things moving and you touch on it terry i was telling mike before the season i said last year let's face it, our guys playing that truly weren't major league players they right. were triple a guys trying their best and right. you could see things starting to fall apart 
early this season when you're plugging in real major league players when the guy gets hurt, boy, it's a, a vast difference watching the game. Night and day. Not absolutely. You, guys you know, right w- when money. you're talking about uh, Drury and, and Hunter Renfro, these guys are major league players. They're dangerous with men on base. The two great additions. And, yeah. and, and what about Mike Trout? It's a little encouraging what's going on in Denver. He hasn't really been Mike Trout, let's he, face it. He hasn't, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been there late in games. Hopefully he's going to turn the corner. And if he gets back to himself, they might make a run. Yeah, we know how good a player he is. We just haven't seen it this month. And, and June, notoriously, had been his best month in his career. Right. And this, this June, he's hitting well under 200. But uh, Trout, Trout hasn't lost his skills. He, he will be back. Uh, he, I think he's starting to figure it out. You mentioned this series against uh, the Rockies. He's starting to show some signs. I think he did it, for the most part, on the last road trip as well. Mm-hmm. Had a tough two games against the Dodgers, as did everybody. everybody. You know, and that's the other thing I wanted to mention before you guys let me go. We came off back-to-back shutouts against the Dodgers, and then look what we did last night. I, I mean, know. Just, but what, what made we... last night so sweet for me was that excruciating loss Friday night. A- absolutely. That was a game it looked like we, we had in hand. I don't know if it would have been a double play, but we sure had a force out at second base. Yeah. And that opened the gates, next pitch, grand slam. That, that was brutal. You know. The Rockies had not had a grand slam hit by one of their players in 258 games. Hard to believe. Yeah, and, and so that's like, uh, you know, more pain to suffer when you think about that. But, uh, yeah, a great bounce-back win last night for the Angels and uh, a record-setting night. Well, listen, Terry, if you haven't had a quick game today, Kurt's there for you at Los Alamitos right down Catella. Okay. The thoroughbred action gets underway at 1 o'clock, and then at night... Hey, eight of them at night. They start at 535, so we got a full plate for you if you're interested. All right, double header. I'll have to see what I can do. Okay. All right, guys. Terry, anything else from Thanks, last Terry. night that, that struck you you want to get out there? Uh, well, I mean, the, the one thing that, that was bizarre about that third inning was we had eight straight batters get on base after there were two outs. I mean, the inning just wouldn't end. Amazing. I mean, there, there were just bizarre things that happened in that ball game. Uh, you know, you're, you're up 15 to nothing after three innings. You're up 23 to nothing after four innings. Unreal. I mean, I mean, you, you just never see something like this happen. So I'm, I'm anxious to see what happens today. You know, some people always say, make sure you save some runs for the next game. That's so it. we'll see what happens here I, this afternoon. I got to tell you this, Kurt. I, I, last night I'm watching this game and I'm thinking back to when I'm a kid. And I knew it was 1967 or 68 in Detroit. It was July 4th. And I know it stuck with me because that was on Golden West Broadcast, Gene Autry, sure, Channel 5. Sure. The Channel guys, five. yeah, they put together after the game a post-game show, and they had sound effects. John Phillips Sousa and every, and there were a bunch, you know, Tiger Stadium. There were a bunch of home runs hit. And they'd have the, uh, the bomb going off every time the guy made contact. Sure. I had it in my head that the Angels won. I actually found the box score last night. Wow. July 4th, 1968, they get beat 13-10. to 10. The Angels scored two runs, I think, in the top of the, thir- the second or the third. The Tigers came back with nine. Mm-hmm. Then the Angels came back. I think Don Mincher had two home runs. But that game... Until last night, kind of stood out to me as an offensive show. Sure, but last night eclipses everything. Yeah, yeah. Record set, uh, most runs in a game in franchise history, most hits in a game, 
Um, you know, it was just an extraordinary. And overshadowed night. Griffin Canning. He pitched oh, damn for good. Sure, for sure. He had six, six innings. Yeah, six shutout innings. Didn't walk a batter, but. And he's been good. Yeah. He, yeah, the last five or six starts. Yeah. He, he might be our number two starter right now. And right. You didn't know if the guy was even going to pitch this year. So, yeah. Very pleasant surprise. And um, again, we'll see if the club can feed off of this. We're not that far away from the All Star break. We have. Uh, you know, some tough games uh, coming up uh, after this series against the Rockies. We'll face the Diamondbacks. We also face the Dodgers again just before the All-Star break. So we'll see what last night does uh, in the next week and a half. The dulcet tones of Terry Smith <laughs> really enjoy you and Mark Langston, along with producer-engineer Jorge Sevilla. Very good. Every night, I know you wish you were there, but doing it remote, you, you guys are nailing it. Terry Smith, thank you so much. and look forward to today's game, uh, game time. One uh, o'clock our 12, time? Twelve ten. Twelve ten our time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Mike, Kurt, thanks for having me on. Thank great, you, Terry. Great having you, Terry. All right, Kurt, let's get to it. Who's your best bet for radio today? I'm take a little price shot, Mike, in this afternoon. You got your uh, pen, Terry? <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> this afternoon, sixth race, Mike. Sixth yeah. race to five and a half furlong for $25,000 claimers, which have never won two. I think both favorites are very, very vulnerable here on the drop. So I'm going to take a shot with the seven-horse spiritist for Kristen Mulholm. Watching this horse's last race, Mike, he looks like a horse you really got to keep after and ride. And I thought uh, Ricky Gonzalez rode him well last time out. You mentioned Al Segor. He picks up today. I think this horse gets a good trip from the outside post. He can finish. I wish it was six, but we can't have everything. It's five and a half for long. Five to one in the morning line. And, Mike, he looks like a gilding racing himself into shape. Each race has been a little bit better. I like betting on this barn, and the price is right. So number seven, Spiritist, in this afternoon's sixth race at 5-1 to one gets the money. Trained by Kristen Mulhall. She had a nice winner, uh, Kurt, on closing day with uh, Hotitude. This is a yeah. nice horse. you got a 680 mutual there. Anyway, Kurt says it's Spiritist, number seven in race six today uh, at Los Alamitos. Hey, Kurt, thanks so much for your time. Uh, man, really enjoyed the chat with Terry Smith there. Enjoyed it very much, Mike, and we'll have our seminar at noon today. i got a good guest, Ramon Vasquez, who's going to join me on this seminar uh, today at noon. Vessels Clubs will have that on the simulcast show. I'm looking forward to that. Good rider and a solid guy. You introduced him to Southern California a year ago, Kurt, at this meet. Right, right on top of things, Mike, yeah. as always. You don't get much by me, right, after all these years. I'll tell you what, Kurt, he's a rider, and, and you never yes, hear he anything. Any, You know, he's he, he knows where he's at, strong finisher, uh, he's been a terrific addition. He really has. Uh, first race yesterday for strong finishing, Mike. Yes, sir. Watching Vasquez, right? And and he handles himself in the business. He's just a professional. He gets I it. really enjoy, yeah. enjoy talking to him, enjoy watching him ride. He, he's a top-class rider. Hey, Kurt, look forward to you and uh, Ramon Vasquez, 12 noon on the satellite signal. Have a great day and night there at Los Alamitos. All the best. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks a lot, Mike. Enjoyed it. We'll see you soon. You bet. Uh, folks, we'll step aside for just a few minutes. Coming back strong with Bruce Finkelstein. Had a nice $9 winner. Closing day at Santa Anita. Let's keep the ball rolling. This is Thoroughbred L.A. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. 
For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. 
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach. So enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Hour 2, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. My thanks to Jake Rich. And Jake, I want to put you on air right now. The, the poor guy with Colorado last night gave up three consecutive home runs on three consecutive pitches. His last name's Anderson. You came up with something else on that guy? Uh, yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Real yeah, good. Okay. Uh, so the last time uh, any pitcher in the majors uh, was um, lost uh, three straight homers on three straight pitches, uh, Chase Anderson, September 17th, 2020, Same versus guy. the Yankees. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, you know, bad luck for that guy. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Thank you for that, Jake. Really appreciate it. And uh, now we get up to Las Vegas, Nevada, on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. My good friend Bruce Finkelstein and a red-hot handicapper. Bruce, a great job. What a way. You know, you always talk about getting that shipping money when you're going to the next town. Mystification, $9 with Kent DeSormo to finish off the meet race 12 last Sunday at the Great Race Place. Thanks, Mike. How's it going? Uh, you know, it was a great ride, and it's it was a subtlety because you know the Sormo basically said back off when he in the beginning of the race. He was the elbows were flying. It looked like he was going to send. Somehow, Mike, this horse did a forty-eight and one on that grass course mm-hmm. by himself. That was game set match right there. The Sormo right. kind of told everybody, "I'm going for it," and then back to pace up to a crawl, and the horse won for fun. I, I'm looking for mystification. Possibly, you know, she, he looks like a horse that might have a future going along. Maybe we'll see him in the Oceanside Stakes at, at Del Mar in opening week on the grass course. Yeah, yeah, who knows? And, uh, boy, just a great job by Kent with, with all of his travails. You know, he took the late double on closing day. The race before was a horse Bob Mazursky had on air, Spicy Bug, $7.40. A great job by the handicappers uh, last Sunday here on air. And, Bruce, uh, listen, uh, looking forward to, to that opening day Oceanside. But right now, uh, I, I think you're going to start up there at Pleasanton, right? Yeah, let's go to the seventh race, Mike, at Pleasanton. As mentioned before, uh, it's a dirt course. And uh, going long on the main track uh, at Golden Gate, it's hard to win on the front end. You can do it, but you really have to go slow and be have a horse that just really loves that course. I'm going to take a horse that has speed at uh at Golden Gate, that might even go better here, and that's in race number seven, the five-horse Storm and Galilee. You've heard the term 
won the battle, lost the war. That's what happened with Storm and Galileo. He chased a horse going very fast. When you see a 46-2 and two on that tap of the surface that's at Golden quick. Gate going yep. long, that's flying. That's, I would say a Santa Anita equivalent would probably be about 45-2, and two, and that's flying at Santa Anita. So the horse chased the 12-1 to one shot, put him away. He gallantly had the lead till I don't know, early to mid-stretch then gave it up the last 16th of a mile. No midnight medal in here today. And I think this is a horse, Mike, even though he's never been on dirt before, might appreciate a more speed-favoring track. You have an excellent rider in Antonio Chavez. I think it's Antonio Chavez, uh, a rider that's come from, I believe, Ohio to ride this year. But pretty good rider um, to maybe dole it out on the front end today. So let's go with the synthetic to dirt play. Race number seven, that's the five, Storm and Galileo at 7-2 on the morning line. And uh, assigned post time for race seven up there at Pleasanton, 451 Pacific. Let's come down to Los Alamitos. Some some very bettable races today. Obviously, we're looking for more field size, but we've got some very, very competitive races. Where are you going to go for radio, Bruce? You know what? I think it's kind of probably going to get a little better weeks two and three. I think it's rough the first week after the long Santa Anita meeting, Mike. So I think you're going to see maybe an upgrade in the next couple of weeks here. I'm going to go to the fifth race, and really the horses that have been running recently, I'll be honest with you, don't do a whole lot for me. They just haven't been very impressive. I'm going to take a horse coming off a layoff that is very uh, realistically spotted, aggressively spotted, and that's the four horse uh, we're adding catching man, Artemis Star. This was a cowbred straight maiden. When last seen at the end of the Del Mar meeting, the horse stumbled at the break, showed a little bit of run down the backstretch, finished a distant second, but against a far different caliber of horses. This this runner has two best-of-morning workouts at San Luis Rey coming into this race. He's a new, or she's a new, fresh face, and I think the drop to 20 could really wake her up against kind of a lifeless group. So in the fifth race, I'll go with the comebacking number four, Artemis Star listed at nine to two on the morning line. Edgar Pieris, uh, as noted up for, <clears throat> pardon me, Adam Kitchingman, been away since September third at Del Mar. Post time for race five, three oh five Pacific, and again Bruce Finkelstein says it's number four. Artemis Star going for two weeks in a row here on air. Tell us about the website now. Yeah, we're just thinking about that. Uh, Jake coming up with that three pitches for the same pitcher uh, twice. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. I think maybe he should. Shouldn't he somebody uh, use him for home run derby? Possibly I, as a. Uh... You know what? It would be kind of. A, let's wait till he retires, okay? Uh, that that wouldn't be too kosher at this point in time to ask him about that. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I guess not. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's betonbruce.com, uh, the website with full card analysis at Los Alamitos, some late races from Belmont Park, a pick four today at the fairs at Pleasanton. So check us out. At betonbruce.com. And that home run derby be the day before the All-Star game up in uh, Seattle this year. Hey, Bruce, all the best, and uh, hope to see you soon up there in Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll see you then, Mike. Take care. You bet. Uh, Bruce Finkelstein with us, and uh, we'll close this segment out with top handicapper Bob Mazursky. He's had uh, two weeks in a row with uh, on-air winners. As noted last week, it was Spicy Bug at 740. The week previous, Donsick got home at $5. Hey, Bob, good morning, and... Uh, it's nice to be seeing the ball like you are. Yeah, it's been good the last two weeks on the radio. Hopefully we can keep it going today at the first weekend of Los Al. Exactly. Uh, 
you know, we had Orlando Gutierrez on in hour one. Once again, though, reiterate the situation, a little bit unusual with July 4th falling on a Tuesday, and you guys are going to go ahead and roll the dice with a four-day week, first post every day at 1 o'clock. After we race today, we won't be running again until next Saturday, which is July 1st, and then we'll go four straight days, as you mentioned, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I mean, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, so that'll be the mm-hmm. first, second, third, and fourth. And then we'll take another break and then wrap it up with two days on the weekend of July 8th and 9th. Okay, got it. And uh, an eight-race card today. You get underway at 1 o'clock. Where are we going for radio? Let's make it a three-peat. I'm going to go to the eighth race. I like number four, Short Man. This is certainly a horse for course. He like a, exemplifies it uh, perfectly, a horse that just loves it here. He's three for five here. His last two wins were by eight lanes and ten lanes. This is the first horse that Hector Berrios scheduled to ride at the meet. His only mount today, so I hope that that's a good sign. And uh, I'm hoping getting back to this racetrack, he'll uh, rebound. He's a three to one third choice on the morning line, number four, short man in the eighth and final. Okay, and uh, post time for race eight at 435 Pacific. Hey, Bob, thank you so, so much. And uh, let's get lucky three times in a row here on air. Good luck. Okay. Uh, boy, we're having trouble with the phones today. Anyway, Bob, thanks so much. We're going to step aside one final time, Jake. Coming back strong, uh, it'll be Toby uh, Toby Callip from South Florida, and then take two with Jonathan Hardoon from upstate New York. This is Thurber Los Angeles on the Home of the Angels, AMA 30. Radio. AM830. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the LA County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's 
Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Again, folks, an eight-race card today at Los Alamitos. It's the L.A. County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos. They get underway at 1 o'clock, and then eight more at night under the lights, and that'll kick off at uh, at 5.35 p.m. with a nice pick-six carryover under the lights at Los Al. Races three through eight. Over $15,000 up for grabs going in. Let's get down to South Florida and say hello to Toby Callett on behalf of TobyCallett.com. Toby, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mike. Uh, the only thing is is I'm not in South Florida. Uh, oh. This is the, 30, the 30th day since uh, 30 days since uh, I saw you for the first time in years and made that, uh, that great trip to, to Santa Anita and then met up with the boys and their spouses from uh, from the Saturday show, and uh, I'm in Pinehurst now. Uh, oh yeah, completing the dream. I'm uh, I'm playing Pinehurst number nine, which will now complete all nine Pinehursts that I've been to. My my big thanks to Jen and Mike and Susan and Dave and Roberta. They've uh, they've, they've been wonderful hosts and my visits here. So uh, I wanted to give them the appropriate shout out, and obviously nice. uh, you and Jasmine for welcoming me back to the West Coast. It was great seeing you. What are you playing to right now? What's your handicap? My index is six point three. Sweet, it, nice. It, you know, equates to like it about an eight. But uh, there's work to be done, and uh, hopefully during the summer we'll get it back back down into the fives. But uh, good, we're doing our best. Doing good, our best trying to bet on winners and uh, make some putts. Well, before we make any putts or try and cash a bet, I just want to make sure you are aware what the Angels did last night in Denver, right? Yeah, they scored 25 runs. I I, I, I saw the, the ESPN thing, and I, I, I thought to myself, Mike Wilman must be a really happy guy right now. It, it was unbelievable. He dropped, from one, 
yeah, you've lost some one-run squeakers and, yeah. and heartbreakers. And, uh, yeah, 25, that's a little excessive, but, uh, you know, it, it is a record. We, we mentioned this a couple of times in Hour 1. You may not be aware of this. You know, Colorado did score one. So 26 runs on a combined 35 hits. Game time, 2 hours, 53 minutes. They did all that in under three hours, Toby. Uh, you know, now with the pitch clock and everything else, awesome. there's, there's, there's less things for the uh, anti-baseball people uh, to gripe about now, which I'm glad because I, I know you're huge in baseball, and I've never lost my love for baseball. And I know the upcoming gentleman, Mr. Hardoon, he likes baseball as well. So, Just a little bit, yeah. Uh, it's a nice triumph. Yes, sir. Well, listen, I, I'm not quite sure where you're going to. I know we've got nine at Goldstream today. Where are you going to go for radio today, Toby Callett? We're going to Gulfstream. We got okay. our winner yesterday at Gulfstream. We're going to try to do it again today. Race four. I like the five. Her name is Twirling Grace. Uh, she will be uh, most likely favored in here. But we're going to try to extract some value in the gimmicks by using the six Kisco Queen, the seven Sweet Actress, and the three Ovakatiba. That is five, six, seven, three. It could be all you and me, Mike. And today's four at Gulfstream Park. Okay. And again, the name of the horse, Twirling Grace. That's race four, number five, and post time for that one at Goldstream, 224 Eastern. Toby, uh, are you on the course as we speak? Oh, of course. Of course. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pulled under, under a nice shady tree here in the beautiful Sand Hills. And, uh, yep, I've got time. Uh, nobody pressing us. And I had the phone uh, at the ready. I've done this before. I've, I've called in from some strange places, but uh, this is a, it's a different place, but it's certainly not strange. No, it's not. On behalf of the listeners, we are honored. Thank you so much, Toby. And we'll try and get lucky at Gulfstream today, fourth race, uh, number five, Twirling Grace. Have a great day there uh, in Georgia. You know, uh, North Carolina. Close oh, I'm sorry. Pinehurst, North Thank Carolina. You. No apologies. Necessary. I had a gust on my mind. Thanks so much, Toby. Uh, you too, buddy. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll get back to Saratoga Springs. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, Mike. An interesting stat. I love reading the baseball encyclopedia when I have nothing to do. Jim Palmer, you remember him from the Orioles? Pitched 19 years in the majors. Yeah, he never got along with Earl, but, man, what a career. What a career. Never gave up a grand slam and never gave up back-to-back home runs. That's an amazing you got to be kidding me. Nope. I couldn't believe it myself. I checked it four times, and it's true. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, Jim Palmer was not a power pitcher. You know, he'd keep you off balance. That is incredible. Yeah. I mean, 19 years in the majors, never to yeah. give up back-to-back home runs or a grand slam. It's like... Yeah, there are great ones that that can't say that, but he 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 did it. So that's amazing. That's astonishing. That really is, John. Thank you for that. Really, really good stuff. Well, listen, let let's make some money here. Uh, opening weekend at Los Alamitos. Where are you going to go? We're going to look at the sixth race today, and Kurt was right. The favorites in this race, in my opinion, extremely vulnerable. Kurt went with the seven horse Spiritus. I like a different horse in the race. Number three, Curly Essa. Four-year-old Delvin from the Phil Oviedo barn. Diego Herrera board to ride. He's listed at a ridiculous 12-to-1 on the morning line. He's an improving horse, getting better with each start. Number three, Curly Essa, 12-to-1 on the morning line. Upsets and wins today. Sixth race out at Los Alamitos. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, Phil Oviedo, I, I, can, I consider him a good friend. He's from Bisbee, Arizona. He's got a cousin you might be familiar with. 
He refereed in the NBA for many years, Tommy Nunez. Do you remember him? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was re- really kind of a short guy, wild. He loved the races, I know that. We went Turf Paradise a couple of times, but uh, they're cousins, for whatever that may be worth. But anyway, race six today, number three, Curly Essa, trained by Phil Aviano and Diego Herrera, uh, is aboard. Eight to one, make it 12 to one on uh, Ed Burgart's morning line. That's going to be the Rags and Sheets play of the day. John, uh, we're, we're at uh, Ellis Park, Belmont, and so on and so forth. What is available at com? We have Belmont, we have Ellis, and we have Losal and uh, Saratoga right around the corner. Mike, three weeks from opening day, so uh, you can feel the buzz in the air up here. I have to believe you're going to have some pizza with one Frank Miramati before long once you guys get started back there. Yeah, we've been texting, and uh, I look forward. <laughs> Frank's a great guy, and boy, is New York going to be happy with him calling races. i, I got to tell you, he's one of the best, and uh, it's going to be fun. You know, John, uh, for a guy like Frank, I think Frank is a guy, he's he's easily bored, he's so sharp, he's thinking ahead, the wheels are always turning. You're looking about coming into that booth, and I mean from the when the bell rings through closing day, you're going to have field size, you're going to have world-class racing. I really, I think everybody's looking forward to seeing and hearing Frank uh, from Saratoga. Mike, you know, it's been a while since Durkin's called races here, and uh, they've gone through a couple of announcers, yeah. but uh, Frank is as good as there is, and uh, I keep telling everybody, I don't have to tell anybody, they know, because people watch and, and follow Santa Anita, so they know how great he is, and it's only a plus for, for Naira, it really is. I totally agree. Anyway, let's make some money, folks. Sixth race today, uh, Jonathan Hardoon says it's number three, Curly Essa. At Los Alamitos, 12 to 1 on the line. Post time for that race, 335 Pacific. John, have a great day. Thank you so much. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet. Again, my thanks to Leilani Mabri, Jake Rich inside here at the Big A. And don't forget Angels Rockies round about 12 noon today right here on AM 830. Hope you enjoyed the show and hope to see you at the races real soon. So long, everybody. Los Angeles, brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Beer me at the Bit.